All right, Colson, let's let's take it home. Um, hopefully, we can we can uh, answer some questions for you. Do you have any burning questions you need uh, you need answered for this this week? Are we doing under Googleables? That was the plan. Super excited. Um, you told us we had to. You said we signed up for it. In the end, it's going to be better and more true than Google can give you. You know, this is funny. This is this may be um, one of the shortest ones we've ever done, but like it really, it's a burning question. It, it came to me today. I was uh, I was walking to work, and there was um, a. Uh, a chocolate milkshake spilled on the sidewalk. And I was like, God, that is so tragic. Like, that's just really awful. Like a chocolate milkshake is so delightful and it's just, it's just, it's just spilled. And then I thought, uh, there's a phrase similar to this. Don't cry over spilt milk. And I know what it means, but I started like obsessing about when it came about and when, when the context would be. Um, and you know, uh, whether it's the 50s or the 1800s, and I thought, you know what? I want to know the history of the phrase uh, don't cry over spilt milk, even though we kind of know what it means, but maybe it's from Shakespeare. I don't know. I just, I just like, my friends know more stuff than I do, but uh, yeah, that's, that's my question. What's the history of don't cry over spilt milk? We've never done this before? No. Really? Because it seems almost too easy. Like, we know what it means. Yeah, milk right? lobby, right? I mean, just... <laughs> sure. <laughs> big, big milk. Big milk. Big milk. Of course. <laughs> Wasn't that what a band you were in? <laughs> big milk. <laughs> yeah, so the sentiment is basically like, uh, it's a trifle. It's a small thing. Don't. There's no reason getting super upset about it. Well, no, I, I always thought of it as there's nothing you can do about it. It's not that it's a trifle. It's that, like, you can't put that milk back in that pail or oh, back in that okay. bottle. I always thought of it as, like, yeah, like something that you would tell children um, so that they wouldn't be so upset. It's like, it's not that big of a deal. It's spilled milk. But maybe maybe it's more, yeah, like, it's... it's I actually, Colson, that's, I, this I, is it's really cool. interesting. Well, Colson, I, I thought I thought uh, I thought more along your lines, but it was also not not for something super serious, you know. Like, you know, something happens, you know, whatever. Something happens, it's annoying, and you can't do anything about it. And yeah, okay, don't don't cry over your spilled milk. It's it's already it's already done. It's in the past. Like, right, like, so it's in the past. But yeah. I did, but you're right. There is some level of it, Jason. That it's a small matter that you yeah. can't fix. Right, because we already covered this, right? Because something that is like, you know, it can't you can't do anything about it, right? It's the cat is out of the bag, right? The horse is out of the barn. <laughs> the horse is out of the barn, right? Yeah, it's right. like that's right. There are other uh, the phrases. Cat, the cat Don't. is out of the horse, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's raining horses and cats. <laughs> All these phrases are so familiar. I think we've done most of them. I just I'm smelling t-shirts uh, in this conversation so <laughs> keep it coming. I will buy them all. <laughs> um so uh, you know uh don't um don't live in regret. Don't uh, focus on that which you cannot change. Uh, okay. Sure. No, no, that, I mean that I... that's really interesting. I mean 
that that makes me wonder whether it is you know originated in a different language and was you know poorly translated to ours or something you know mm. Mm. because i mean that's not a very I, I don't know it's a little zen for the american <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we should be very upset about this milk that's spilled, you know, like milk costs a lot of money or, you know, we worked really hard to get that milk pail or whatever, you know, or let me speak to the manager. I don't I'm about to spill milk. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Karen. (laughs) But what was Harper? So what is your, uh, you know, your. interpretation of this i mean i I think my experience is cool i I think joey summed it up pretty well for me um it's definitely something that i interpreted i mean it's definitely something that we tell our kids right and so right the context that comes with that is is interesting right um you know i just uh it's definitely something that you know it can't be done. It can't be undone, right? So move mm-hmm. on. Um, but it's definitely something that you only use for less drastic things, right? It's not something that you would apply, even though the facts remain the same, right? If if, if a mistake has been right. made, right? I mean, you do have to learn from it and move on, right? But we don't right. deploy the phrase in that way. We only deploy it in situations where we deem the consequences less severe, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. So, like, if if a kid spills milk and you like, hey, there's a phrase for this, like, and the kid's freaking out, which happens. I've seen it happen. I, mean, I spilled hey, a lot of milk. I I remember <laughs> spilling a lot of milk as a kid. Yeah. Like my parents freak out. Hated like, yeah. me. <laughs> Luckily, they loved me. Otherwise, they would have hated me. I was terrible. <laughs> But like that's the thing, right? It's like okay, well, this is this is. There's nothing we can do about it. This is replaceable. But I mean, like you're right. We don't say it. We're like, you know, um, if you accidentally cut your foot off with an axe, we're not like, oh, don't cry over spilled milk. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know? <laughs> Walk there's, it off. There's buddy. no don't cry over a crashed car. We don't have that. Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Well, that so, must mean that the phrase comes from a time when milk is less precious right when it's when it's more easily gettable or or mass produced we're not just like milking it ourselves i mean i suppose if you had a cow or the the term's meaning has changed over Mm. time Mm. okay Mm. Mm. um i would say that the value of milk is you know i mean it's accessibility i mean I mean, think post refrigeration, right? Right. I mean, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. This has got to be the most available it's been, right? Like yeah. today. Yeah. I mean, today you got all kinds of milk. I mean, would you would you would you advise a child to to cry over like spilled oat milk? Yeah, that stuff is expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's right. That's right. Please, milk. please shed a tear for how much money I've got to go to spend <laughs> to replace that. Yeah. Just one tear, why, you know. Why aren't you crying? <laughs> <laughs> Timmy, do you realize what you've done? Think of all the How many oats, oats had to be milked for this? <laughs> so hard to milk an oat. It really yeah. is. Really tiny udders. <laughs> that was another band you ran, right? <laughs> 
That was the only popular band I was in, actually. We got yeah. some tracks. Super, like, yeah. super commercially viable. That's right. <laughs> the latest album from Big Milk. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm guessing you could use these for your, uh, your farmer's market band, too. I think these are out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Super oh, Tiny Udders is definitely, sure. <laughs> this should be your band name. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So, since refrigeration, this phrase could have come into uh, uh, <laughs> to use that would make sense. But I agree with you, Harper. Like, this may have nothing to do with milk. I mean, it clearly at some point has to do with milk, but... Um, we may be getting it. Like I'm saying, it could be from Shakespeare. <clears throat> there was no refrigeration is, with Shakespeare. Hmm. I don't. Yeah, this seems very. This seems German to me. I don't know hmm. why. Because it seems like this weird. was was like brought over by German immigrants to the to the Americas or something like that. Like, it's a very practical mm-hmm. phrase. Mm-hmm. It's um, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, don't waste your time. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, go make more milk. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> there's nothing we can do about go it. Make more milk. Visit Bessie and give me another glass of milk. Yeah, milk. like, no, I'm with you, Austro-German. <laughs> okay, okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty solid. So, what what era are we thinking then? You're saying before the Americas. Um, well, I think I mean I don't know. That's a good question. Like, I was sort of envisioning you know german immigrants to the to the states or something like that okay. i don't know why but it it seems very pastoral american type phrase um but maybe that's because that's the only context in which i've heard it you know um yeah i don't know yeah i mean if you're truly agrarian right then you can literally just go milk the cow yourself go milk right? the cow well and that's why you shouldn't cry over spilt milk right like on some level like the cow is right there right like let's just go get more milk yeah mm-hmm. so i'm wondering if it's like actually from farmers right before the refrigeration yeah like it's not it's not about you know consumers that go buy milk at the store I mean, because i mean they're you know poor folks you know buying milk is is a real expense like so, I mean, it's so you're not, telling me it's not during the industrial revolution like we can like saying, block yeah, that out like yeah, during urbanization is probably right. It's either post refrigeration or you know pre industrial right. revolution. Pre, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my guess. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Or Shakespeare. Or Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> or falconry. Or falconry, of course. Didn't we come up with a new category last week, Joey? Or last time we? What was our thing? Probably. Oh. I mean, seafaring is seafaring, seafaring is a thing pirating for sure. Generally. Right. Pirates uh, definitely cried over spilled milk if they had any. So mm. they cry over anything, though. Yeah. Crybabies. Big crybabies. Um, I I really like this uh, like German immigrant thing. I'm super into it. Okay. Yeah, and they, they could be the pastoral uh, Germans. You know, like the the. Um, Let's go like uh, late 1700s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and probably in German, it means clean that up before I beat your head in. But somehow when they brought it over here, it turned into don't cry over spilled milk. You know, just like poor translation. 
don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> exactly. Very practical. Yeah. It's very practical. I found some things. Okay. Um, that doesn't, guys, that doesn't uh, sound like good things for me. Well, no, it's it's <laughs> interesting um, that this is the first one that I know that there that I've seen that there is a uh, national day. Uh, the February 11th oh. is National Di- Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk Day. <laughs> I, that's um, definitely big dairy. That is big dairy. Oh, for sure, <laughs> mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the first historical reference appears in a document written by British historian James Howell in 1659. Okay, so the same most likely comes from European folklore. In yeah, in in um, that one with James Howell, it's uh, no weeping for shed milk. Uh, Very and similar. This is I'm on Punchbowl.com. They say according to the old tales, fairies were particularly fond of milk. And would drink up any spills left behind. Hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, all I can get back is that 1659 is as, as, as far back as I can see it. Um, Jonathan uh, Swift used it in the polite conversation uh, in 1738. So I guess the English, not the Germans. Let's see what it seems I mean, like, yeah. Age old idiom, right? I right. Mean, yeah, it seems like maybe right, this was right. pretty pervasive and one of those things that was in the vernacular before anybody was using it in literature, which happens so often with these idioms. For sure. So we we're, we're close though. I mean, I think um, you know, off by a few countries. But I mean, yeah, you're right. By this a few is... countries in a, in a hundred years, but like you know, no, we said late seventeenth oh, yeah. century. Well, I, no. Seventeen so hundreds. Fairies were involved. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think we said seventeenth century, not seventeen hundreds, oh, okay. right? Oh, okay. Then, then we were. Then uh, we... Well, we'll have to we'll have to look at the tape. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to look at the tape and say we nailed it. Right. We just <laughs> just double down. That's how we do things these days. <laughs> double down. Nobody forever. can prove otherwise. Right. <laughs> not after the edit. <laughs> It'll be like seventeenth century. Don't cry over spilled milk day promotes a positive attitude even when things might not be going your way. And there's a this is on the nationaldaycalendar.com and there's a picture of a woman at the kitchen counter basically just pouring milk onto the counter. That really captures the whole uh, spirit of the thing. <laughs> How to observe. Be prepared. Okay. Mm. Expect the unexpected. Have a backup plan. Breathe. Hmm. Okay. Oh, breathe? So, yeah. I'll, I'll remember to breathe next year. Yeah. Um, so, a couple, of, a couple fun facts. You already mentioned the fairies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, apparently... The idea was, if you spilled milk, it was considered nothing more than an uh, an extra offering for the fairies that they um, would often leave out food for. You said that, so maybe you're trying to like get your kids to calm down and say, "Oh, don't worry, it's for the fairies." <laughs> sure, <laughs> which yes. I don't know. Is that scary or not? I don't know. Oh, right, I don't know. 
I, I did find Colson. I'm I'm surprised you haven't brought this up. Um, but there is a there is a uh, a drink called the spilt milk. Hmm. I don't know um, how to make that. But uh, I'll I'll give you the ingredients right now. It's uh, an ounce and a half of rye whiskey, quarter ounce amaretto, half ounce milk liqueur, half ounce cherry shrub, a pinch of sea salt flakes, two lemon wedges, and a dash of apricot kernel bitters. <laughs> and your garnish, of course, is a lemon <laughs> twist, of course, or a ginger snap cookie. You're, you make the call. I don't have several of those things. So I'm just going to assume <laughs> that that got its name from people seeing that drink again. <laughs> or I was thinking just knocking over the glass when it was served to them. Oops. <laughs> I'm going to have to have something else. whiskey sour. <laughs> yep. You have beer too, right? Beer's, beer's good. <laughs> I've told you guys that story before, right? Um, with uh, who is the old governor, Mitch Mitch Daniels? Uh, he, I was bartending, at a, at a, uh, and he came in to to dinner one night, and he ordered a drink, and we didn't have a couple of the ingredients. A drink sort of like this, we just didn't have a couple of the ingredients. A Chinese restaurant, like you know, we've got you know the normal, you know, with the base stuff, and then a couple other fancier things, and then we just didn't have certain things. And I just sent, told the service like we just don't have this. Ask him to order something else, and he's like, no, 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 just do the best you can. And I did, and it was and. I was like, I'm making this drink. I'm like, I know it's not good, and um, <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. Like, what, what, what sure. am I going to do here? So, he uh, uh, he he politicked his way out of that by doing that. He accidentally knocked it over and then ordered a beer uh, immediately afterwards. Oh, so, yeah. wow! Yeah. Oh, that well is a politician, right there. Yeah, no, I was like, huh? oh, well done, well done, Mitch Daniels. <laughs> can I ask what the drink was? Um, it was like a like an old fashioned or something. Like, I don't even. I don't remember specifically, but it was, uh, or, uh, what's a, what's an old man drink? What's an old white man uh, drink? A, a, a Manhattan? No, 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 not a Manhattan. Uh, a, a Gimlet? No, it wasn't. Uh, an old man drink Tom with Collins. heavy cream. We're going to say he ordered nail. a white Russian. Yeah. <laughs> no, the rusty, it's those, none of those have like enough ingredients to be a pain in the butt. Right. Right. Okay. So you need a, you need a lot. Uh, old, neither does an old fashioned, though, so it's probably not yeah, that. That's true. An old fashioned. Yeah. Yeah. Doable, I would think. Hmm. But anyway, he uh, he, he did a, an expert politician job. of uh, For sure. Maybe, was it like an aviation? Potentially. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it was one that I had to go look up in the book. That's that's okay. the kind of drink it was. So You didn't call me? You didn't? I, I'm like, it's like phone a friend. As a bartending emergency. <laughs> you uh, it didn't call you. You didn't have a cell phone at the time. Oh, there's no. Oh, we're supposed to get a hold of you. Let's call the restaurant to, that he worked at. I, I had to. I had to call you from my house to tell you I was coming over to your place, so you knew it'd be around 20 minutes. And then I would get and pull in, and I would honk the horn so you could come down and let me in because I could not this call is you. True. I had no cell phone, and we also had no buzzer. So right, and I was also the last person you knew to get a cell phone. I think we discussed pitching it to get you a pager, but then those were like prohibitively expensive for some reason. Uh, do you remember when I uh, was leaving your house and I ran out of gas and uh, <laughs> I came back to the house and of course I couldn't get in and I didn't have a cell phone. So I threw rocks at your window and 
for like, I don't know, 20 minutes and realized that wasn't going to happen. So I went back to my car and I got the gas can out and I was walking to a gas station and this guy stops me and he's like, why are you going that way? I'm like, well, I'm trying to get gas. And he's like, you shouldn't walk around with a gas can in this neighborhood. You're going to get jumped. Let me walk you to this other gas station. So we walked way out of the way to this other gas station. And the whole time he was telling me about his plan, if I could just come up with a few dollars, there was this house we could stay at. As long as we bought some drugs, they'd let us spend the night. (laughs) Um, And then I got my gas and and, uh, used a pay phone (laughs) where you have to hang up, you know, before like the answering machine because I only had like 50 cents or whatever. You have to keep hanging up right before the answering machine picks it up until my right. girlfriend woke up so she could drive and, and pick me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you still carry Classic. a gas can around in your car? This is like a concerning I, I piece of inventory to even own. <laughs> yeah. it, I, I run a – no, it, that car, uh, the gas tank, uh, the, the meter was broken. So, like, I just always assumed I would run out of gas. <laughs> so I just had the gas can in the, in the, in the trunk at all times. I tried to keep, you know, track of it, but like once you're doing city driving, like when you're going cross country, you can be like, all right, I need to stop. But like, you know, city driving, you can lose. Yeah. Oh, oh, also the issue was, um, oh, that's right. Joey, you had to jump my car for me to leave because my battery was dead. So I didn't want to go get gas because if I stopped, I would have to turn uh, the car sure. off and then I would have to get, and it was like two in the morning. I didn't want somebody to jump my car at, at two in the morning. So even though I got gas, the girlfriend still had to come and jump the car. <laughs> Nailed it. I needed a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you made it out, out of that one alive. I don't you know how I I don't know how I made it through my twenties, honestly. <laughs> yeah, triple A would have been the option, I think. <laughs> yeah. But I was only like ten minute drive from home. You no, know, you were a no. several hour drive yep. from home. <laughs> At least, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are an all-nighter away from home right <laughs> you know nowadays i would have been like i'm not gonna cry over the spilt milk i'm gonna go with this guy to this drug den and just see what happens <laughs> you know that's your answer for everything i've evolved <laughs> <laughs>